Episode of SCNS Live, the super cool nerd show. I'm Kat. I thought about doing it by myself tonight, but I don't have the lights and it would be rude. So on my left. Hello, I'm Cora. I got dragged in here. She's being held hostage against her will. I am. There's there's a shout out to the comments section for one of our help. shorts. Am I the one being held hostage? We need to know who's being held hostage. It's gotta be your cast that it, was, it right? Look at me. And then behind the board, making us look even hotter than we already are. Not sponsored. Hey! I don't even like Bud Light. <laughs> hey, 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 Jason. Hey, Jason. Hey, Jason. Hey, Jason. Yes. What did the vampire say to the bartender? Oh, what? I have a guess. <laughs> I'll have a blood light. <laughs> I'm actually going to see if I can hear that joke. Oh, my God. That's. It's it's sad that the audio recorded that. Anyway, it's sad that our technology works. I was hoping I was hoping for a bug right there. I hope we have all of our audio issues work out too. Anyway, it was a good day um, to have an equality. But even though this man, it's watery. You can't be like I'm supporting this because they're supporting this community, and then be like it sucks and I hate it. I don't hate it. I've had worse beer. You know, I remember when Tequila was a thing. I don't. You don't even want to know. Anyway. I, no, I don't. If it's worse than Bud Light. There's not a lot that's straight girly about me. Like, really girl. I don't like beer. I like the hard I'm thinking about it. Anyway. Give me a free cocktail. <laughs> Send us free cocktails to the studio. We'll yes, totally we give will. out Jason's address for free cocktails. I yeah. absolutely will take free booze. <laughs> there's, uh, we, there's a distillery down the street that uh, Kat, I mean, uh, Cora and I discovered. So, if you're looking to sponsor us. Wait, which one? Lockwood Distillery that was down there? By the, oh. by the Monkey King? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, I also, we discovered a noodle place, but then I was also like, oh, there's a distillery right next door to it. So, I didn't win, even win. pay attention to the distillery. I got excited about Rich noodles. <laughs> noodles and bubble tea, baby. Anyway. <laughs> How's everybody's week been? Oh, man. What a week it's been as far as like, okay, let, let's just talk about how jam-packed this week is. <laughs> Mario Brothers movie opened up yesterday to a really good opening. Really solid already. Uh, Illumination's mm -hmm. second best animated, I think, for me. That was opening day. We still don't have a box office for yeah, the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Um, saw D and D um, this uh, Sunday. Yeah, was it good? Either. It was good. I enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. That movie was written by a D and D nerd. Okay, good, good. Um, but we had that snuck up on us. Uh, okay, so I know you went to see it with your family, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. And there are members of your family that haven't played or don't play much D and D. Um, Did yeah. they also enjoy it? Absolutely. Good. Okay. The characters were great. The story was. I mean, the story was a D and D story. It, there, it felt like. Someone wrote a D&D movie. And I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And everybody did as well. That's cool. it, was, um, it, was, it was great. I'll go watch it again. But also, this week for trailers, Blue Beetle. Did anybody see the Blue Beetle trailer? I saw that there was one, like, when I was getting ready today. <laughs> Looks like, fantastic. Um, our, another, um, another trailer for Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yes. Into the Spider Verse, yes. So yeah, uh, final trailer for the horror movie. What's the one that's the Evil scary? Dead? Yeah, mm. final and trailer Necromo for that. Necromo uh, Necrocomicon. 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 <laughs> I would totally attend Necrocomicon. <laughs> Necrocomicon twenty twenty three or both. No, I can't even say what it is for real. The Necro Necronomicon. Necronomicon. God, um, showing up. I. Oh, that movie disturbs me so much. That that I love that they're diving all the way into it with the like posters that are like "Come to Mommy" with the uh -oh. yeah. I'm like yes. 
This scary. movie is not okay, and I'm so ready for it. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I already know it's going to be, who boy, but and let's you have, go. You let's talked, go. You haven't talked about the greatest trailer that released this week, though. Is it something I've heard of? Oh, Probably no. not. <laughs> it's the Barbie trailer. I, I did not know there was a trailer out for it. It. It is so good. It is it is giving me exactly what I want and has already told me that this movie is dark. No, that this movie is exactly what you want. It I don't is know what I want. What is it, it is campy. It is Barbie pink everywhere and it is goofy. Like there's nothing serious about this trailer and that's what I want. There's nothing serious to being shown to me and this is this is what I'm here for with Barbie. And if you know your Barbie lore, there's lots of stuff in there, which is really weird to say that there's Barbie lore. I don't know any Barbie lore. <laughs> well, like, I think my favorite tidbit is men are getting angry because all of the boys are just Ken. Except for Alan, I think it is. The one character that's Alan, who's Ken's best friend. Isn't that, isn't that canon? Isn't that? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but uh, they're mad about it. He's like, why does Barbie get to be like a president and everything? I'm like, because she's Barbie. And Ken is her accessory. Yeah, people were actually a little like uh, there was also a comment from this. Um, I guess they, you know, amplifying dumbass voices, saying that Princess Peach's depiction in the Mario Brothers movie, she's too too feminine. This is what creates feminists, and women don't do things like this. And it's and also, um, you know, it was from a female right wing um, commentator. Wait, to which she's I asked, too feminist. Yeah, to which I asked uh, ladies on the panel, what is the uh, girl name for uh, Uncle Tom? Just curious. Asking for a friend. <laughs> I mean, I'm not allowed to say those words. Okay, then. I won't say it. No, uh, at least I, not on I camera. I said, anyway, just like, wow, way to, stab your own, your, way to stab your fellow women in the back. And also, yes, Princess Peach actually has been. Yes, the first game, we had to rescue her. But she was a playable character in two. Yeah, she was the only character I would play as but, in Super Mario 2. But most importantly, can't. But most importantly, I also can't eat a mushroom and grow to twice my size, or hold a star and be invincible for yeah. roughly ten seconds. Yeah, and and I can't shoot fireballs out of my hand. Or get else a I'm, raccoon suit and petrify yourself. <laughs> oh, I can get the raccoon suit. I just can't fly, and you know. Which, or that one. That's yeah. the that's the feather though. The tail yeah, the with a feather. The, the tanu- whole suit. Oh, yeah, that's the tanuki suit. Yeah. Yeah. You can fly with the tanuki suit. You, you can float downwards. You can't like fly. You couldn't fly like with the with the ears? Man, it's been a while since I played. No, you had to get well in Super in Super Mario World you had to get the feather. Yeah, to get, so the, cape. This, get the cape and you could fly. Mm-hmm. I don't remember being able to fly with the tanuki suit. I've seen where you could fly with the tanuki suit. But that's, it, I think you could in Super Mario Three, but not Super Mario One, where you could get it, but it just petrified you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There anyway, we go. I'd have to go back and play yeah. the game. Either, which is a good excuse to play the game. Yeah. Either anyway. way, um, the Barbie trailer is great, and after the show, you should go watch it because it's really fun and. While we we are they are not going to be using Aqua's song Barbie Girl, which is fair. A wasted opportunity. No, 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 no. I understand why though. Okay. Mattel sued the shit out oh, of Oh yeah, they did. And then <laughs> they had to like retract it or something. Do you think Mattel like even if Mattel came up to them with a giant bag of money, do you think Aqua would? I feel like in the boardroom, so? somebody not knowing the story behind that got smacked for suggesting it. Like, yeah. what if we use the Barbie song? Like that intern meme where it's just sitting there, like. <laughs> <laughs> now, if they do end up using it, I don't want it in any of the marketing. I yeah, want to find out on my own. Oh yeah, because you'd be so happy. I just have zero interest in the Barbie movie. I mean, Ryan Gosling is the perfect Ken, and there's also I mean, I don't have I don't even have a problem with it. Yeah. I just have no interest <laughs> in it. I someone's I don't gonna know. force me to go see this one. I okay guys, here okay. Oh god, here we go. Here's what we're gonna do. Here we go. You, me, and Cass and Mia, mm-hmm. the the four of us, we're gonna wear something pink. We're gonna put him in a polo shirt and we're the gonna hell, no, the hell you will. <laughs> And we'll drag him to the bar. I'm sorry, movie. did you want to wear pink instead? I don't even own a polo shirt. <gasps> we'll put him we'll put you know a pink why? ribbon in his Because they look dorky. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, with your build it would look pretty Thank dorky. You. We'll put like you a in putz. a we'll put you in a jean vest instead. Well just give me like a sweater to tie it. Yeah. No. I don't even know how to they don't tie it. They like do some weird I don't want to do it anyway. 
Oh, come Moving on, Ken. On. I mean, like, if we're going to do it, then you have to wear something crazy because me in bright pink, I mean, it does happen. I can rock bright pink, I by the way. just not go. Oh, you would make Mia very unhappy if you didn't go. If they're dragging me, they're dragging you. That's what I'm saying. I'll make y'all a deal. Okay. I'll make you a deal. If you can, on one of our social media pages, get 20 people to say Jason should go to see the Barbie movie, I'll do it. You. If you can get 20, if y'all can convince on either one of our social media apps, why am I making this this You oh, got... vastly underestimate yeah. how much people would love to. All right, it's been made. We're doing it. No, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. All right, wait. All right anyways, no, 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 you know no. what we should do? We should talk about the news now. Ooh. Yeah, let's kick it off. <laughs> kick it off 20 minutes of the show with some super cold nerd news. <laughs> All right, we're going to open up this show talking about indie animation. Is this because I am a little bit obsessed with the trailer we're about to talk about? Yes, actually. Or not trailer, but show. So if you were around the internet in like 2006 and onward, you probably came across the webcomic Lackadaisy. Lackadaisy is set in 1927, I believe. You have anthropomorphic cats um, going through prohibition in St. Louis. Cool. That's really that like that's the base premise. There's so much more to it, but th that's your your base premise. It's beautifully drawn, and now we have a pilot. The creator for Lackadaisy has decided or decided in 2020 ish, right before pandemic struck, to start a Kickstarter to create this pilot. It got greenlit. She sought out artists and animators, voice actors. They all got together and they released this beautiful labor of love as of last week. This video already has 5 million views. It's only, it's not even been out a week or it's barely been out a week. The animation is some of the most gorgeous animation I have ever seen in something like this. The only thing that comes close is maybe Vivi Pop's animations. Maybe. The way that it's animated is very different, obviously, because it's a different creator, but it works. No one, none of the characters feel out of place in this universe, but they all have such a very distinct style that you don't get them mixed up with each other. There's a beautiful, vocal cast on this as well the music is gorgeous there, there is nothing negative i have about this i've watched it like three times now <laughs> it if you haven't given it a watch go give it a watch it's 23 minutes of just beautiful stunning animation hmm. can we talk a little bit about the kickstarter that launched this yes we can um their original goal for this was $85,000, which they, I'm going to just go ahead and say shattered with $330,000 pledged this, 5,957 5, backers. Woo. And at least one of those backers became an animator on the show. Uh, yeah, we got Tracy Butler and Fable Siegel are the uh, creator and uh, Fable is the production manager. Mm -hmm. uh, voice cast, we got Michael Kovac, uh, Michelle's Rochelle Rusabi, Rusabi, uh, Lisa Reimhold, Ash Wagner, and Sun Ron Chong. Oh, so, uh, Pro, Pro Sun Chong, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Pro ZD. He's uh, uh, and, uh well, um, he, he makes shorts on YouTube. Uh, back in the day, this guy was one of the creators, uh, really breaking out. Oh, wow, yeah. so yeah, the, the fans came for this, they heard the oh, call. yeah, the. Just even the early art in like 2006 was stunning. It had sepia tones. Like it looked like it was like pencil drawn because it was. She drew every panel by hand, penciled. 
and then she came in with sepia tones to shade it. Amazing. Yeah, if you want, I can send you like something real quick with like the old art or the the original art. So you said how many views does this have? It dropped March thirty first. Yes, and it has five million views. Good on them. Yeah, like YouTube is seeing this beautiful like resurgence of animation from from independent creators. Like, there's a lot that's coming out. And like, I didn't know this, but YouTube used to have like a program where they would pay creators to make stuff specifically, not just like you get a salary from YouTube, but they had like a grant system kind of thing. Oh, wow. But they retracted it for some reason. Bring it back, please. <laughs> pay these people some, some good money to make more of this. I want more of this. I want to see what other people have. I like that the, the fans are still supporting the uh when is the rest of the show coming out like what's the oh, schedule we don't know we just know that this is a pilot and that's what the kickstarter was for for it was just a pilot we don't know if we're going to get more from lackadaisy i mean we're going to get more if there's five million. Oh yeah somebody's gonna option that oh yeah and man man i would pay a lot of money <laughs> to get more that is awesome Yes, so again, be sure to Please. check it out. All you have to do is look up Lackadaisy Pilot and it will be at the very top. Go give it a watch. But after this. Cool. Speaking of TV news, uh, there was an interview this week with Donald Glover, infamous uh, for playing Troy in Community all those years ago. He interviewed with GQ, GQ this last week. And confirmed that he is on board for apparently a community movie project that they're supposed to start shooting very soon. He joins, I think everybody in the original cast has signed on. I don't know about Chevy Chase. And uh, <coughs> Seth, uh, um, Nicole Yvette Brown, we don't know if she's confirmed yet. Everybody else is signed on. Apparently they're supposed to start shooting soon so i'm really excited about it i love community i love troy and abed in the morning i love yes that show uh did you guys watch community i did not it was on around the same time that like perks and rec was on i didn't i i did see the one animated episode they did with gi joe because it was gi joe <laughs> of course admittedly yeah i i that's why i watched it i mean to be honest, I watched the pilot or a first couple episodes, maybe like two or three different times and couldn't get into it. And then just one time it just hit my, hit its stride while I was watching or something. And then I loved it from then on. It wasn't the easiest show to get into maybe, but like, it's a lot of fun. I hope they bring that same kind of goofy energy back to uh, a movie, which, which would make it, I think six seasons in a movie that they had uh, and it kind of popularized that phrase actually and so. weirdly it was this show came out when i was in community college which was just really? found to be very ironic oh that's fun and i never got into it and you know, but anyway it's too meta too meta my favorite like little bit from it is around the time the whole donald glover should be spider-man thing uh, they were shooting, I think, season two or something. And uh, he's wearing Spider-Man pajamas in the pilot of season two as a specific callback to that internet Oh, that's stuff. great. And I'm like, that's dope. Oh, I love that. That makes me laugh. But yeah, uh, no news about when the movie is. He just said they're going to start soon. So no idea when it's coming out. He said he hasn't seen the script yet, but also the Dan Harmon used to give them scripts day of sometimes. So, yeah. That's all I've got on community. Jason, do you have any TV news? I actually do have some TV news. Hang on, let me get my camera up here. So, I love wrestling. Always been a wrestling fan. Um, these days, there's a lot to uh, to feed from. We got AEW, Ring of Honor, uh, even though they're kind of both owned by AEW. And uh, I fell off WWE because... I honestly hate Vince McMahon and everything that he's done. It kind of, and honestly, his style of storytelling, I think 
I didn't want to see anymore. Well, this past weekend was WrestleMania, a two-night event, and the first night of WrestleMania was awesome, I will admit. And this night two was absolutely not. Night two was crap. And yes, I didn't, who I wanted to win did not happen. That's all, whatever, personal fan experience. But the reason that night one and night two were so significantly different is because Vince McMahon, after being ousted from the company for spending a lot of money to cover up a bunch of trysts, uh, came back, he said, oh, just for the sale. Oh, just to help with, stuff. he's back in control. Uh, WWE Monday after WrestleMania was sold to Endeavor, which is which are the owners of UFC. Ironic that uh, this happened because WWE could have bought UFC back in the day, and that decision did not happen. Um, the deal is, um, let's see, uh, UFC. Hold on, I'm sorry. Uh, Endeavor will have a 51 stake in the new company and uh, existing WWE will form the rest at 49%. They're also going to be creating a new company that both brands will be followed under. Six board members from Endeavor, five from WWE, and uh, the New York Stock Exchange. Ticket symbol is going to be a TKO. Here is the issue. They're already under investigation. Yes. What? <laughs> yes, because Vince actually uh, became an employee of the company again last week. And now it's fully back in control. Which, to give you an idea of what a Vince McMahon show is like, in three hours of Raw, the next night after WrestleMania, in three hours, and Corey was able to guess this number, how much actual wrestling was on the show? I, 30 minutes. Yeah, I did not want to be right. <laughs> 30 minutes. So, um, the investigation into this has been opened up. Um, a law firm, Ademi LLP, has issued a press release announcing they were initiating their own investigation to the sale looking for possible breaches of fiduciary duty and other violations of the law. They are certain WWE stock is being valued too low in the merger, but also the transaction agreement unreasonably limits competing bids for WWE while imposing a significant penalty if WWE accepts a superior bid. Um, a lot of this is Vince wanted to sell. At the time, he was not in control. If I can't have it, no one can. Which actually was a weird, weirdly was a storyline in WWE back in the day. Um, what does this mean? But anyway, that investigation will happen. Whatever happens, it bears fruit. But what does this mean for WWE? Well, a number of wrestlers were rehired under Triple H. Um, and they are now probably scared that their jobs are about to be lost again because they were fired by Vince McMahon. Uh, another rumor that wrestler Bailey has actually walked from the company much like her best friend and fellow performer Sasha Banks did a few months ago. Um, I, can, I can only say, hey, I like Bailey. I hope she does what is best for her career. But my heart does go out to these wrestlers who suddenly had a great environment to work in, and that was all yanked, under the, yanked from under them like a cheap rug. I don't know if I can go back to a Vince McMahon era, era of wrestling because I've had it good under Triple H. And everyone started doing other things while I was... So, I mean, no, 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 no. I'm 100% with you. Vince McMahon is the devil. Like, yeah. you're, well, they're your employees. You're not just a villain on the show. You're a villain in real life. You have not taken care of these wrestlers. You have not given them their dues. It's why I stopped working with him back I mean, in the day. It starts to make sense a couple months ago when Stephanie McMahon walked away from the board. Yeah. Suddenly. And this was probably why. Well, also, um, Vince had a clause in his contract where basically... Oh, all of you unanimously decided to get rid of me. Well, I can avoid that. And I'm going to fire the three of y'all for doing that. And of course, Stephanie Lee. Endeavor has actually expressed interest and they want Stephanie to come back because um, talent really likes her. Mm -hmm. She was, uh, everyone feels more comfortable around her. So it will probably ease some of the tension they're feeling backstage. But ultimately, at the end of the day, this is Vince McMahon's show. And he's going to do whatever he wants to do, despite whatever the crowd is telling him. But the last bit of my story is what the crowd is telling him. What because, did they do? Because it's so, a live mic event. So <laughs> they recently had a live stream where they were talking to wrestler Gunther. And the chat just started saying, fire Vince. All the way. Like, it was ridiculous the way it was scrolling through. Oh. The next night on NXT, which also is a uh, live taping, a chant was started, fire Vince. 
And it was confirmed by the person that said, I started the chant. And notices have gone out over Twitter and a bunch of other wrestling forums of people attending the show on SmackDown on Friday to start the chant all through the show. You know what this reminds Fire me bits. of? This reminds me of when, what's his name? Like, uh, Rowdy Rhodes or whatever. Right, that right. They tried to make him a good guy for so long and mm-hmm. fans just weren't having it. And they would chant. Oh, Roman like, Reigns. Roman yes. Reigns. Yeah, and, total, and they chanted like asshole for like eight minutes during a live taping one time. Oh, that was beautiful. Yeah. If there's one thing the WWE audience like, if they get loud enough, like with Daniel Bryan, they literally would not stop chanting yes, 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 until they put that man front and center. So, and the divas, like women's wrestling, oh. highlighting some of the matches would never have happened without fans being like, come well, on. They cut women's matches on Monday night, by the way. But of course so, they did. Um, apparently, and after the announcement of this, it was announced by WWE, Triple H will be uh, beginning the show with a statement, which more talking, less wrestling, not good. So we'll see where that goes. But the people are speaking. And if that whole show is fire, Vince, I'm watching it. I was not going to watch SmackDown. I am now. I mean, I have even I have to check it out because yeah. I want to see this. <laughs> because like, the, the 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 consensus is chanting. It's going to be fire, Vince, for the full two hours of the show. That is and thank so you for bringing good. up that eight minutes. They just. They booed and cussed Roman Reigns. Yeah, they said Roman sucks. Roman sucks. They said asshole. worst thing. Like, I mean, it's it was beautiful. And he I was mean, supposed to be a hero. And they just minutes, didn't like I would him. at least need a beverage or something to keep going with that kind of hate. So I love that asshole. Man, <laughs> and he's but he sat there and took it. You know, he took that whole thing. He's Vince a good looking dude too. Oh, he probably is. Vince, there's no way Vince is going to come out on that stage if there's even the threat of his ego being hurt in any way, shape, or form. I think he tells himself that, but it's hard with fire Vince. That's not part of the storyline. That's just you, your real life. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but we've had it good. We have drank from the trough and it's clean and it tastes great. I don't want to go back. I don't. I've gotten a sample of what that's like. And I was like, ooh, I hate this show. This is why I stopped watching wrestling. You know what? They need to find a way to give him an out that will make him feel like his dignity is protected. I don't give a crap about his dignity. But I think it's the only way you're going to like be able to get him to be quiet and sit It'll down. snap like both of his quads did. That <laughs> <laughs> also, AEW fans are still the champion of signs and comments. Uh, Cody Rhodes, who came back to WWE recently and had the big match against Roman, did lose in his bid for the world title. And on AEW, they focused on one sign that said, LMAO wrote Cody. <laughs> 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 also, someone threw a rubber chicken in the ring when he Nice. I, I, I Which, love it. There's an artist at Twilight Palms on Twitter. She drew some very good artwork depicting that chicken in the ring with Cody like in the Yamcha pose. <laughs> we actually saw Cody Rhodes live at a, a panel for Arrow a few years ago. Yeah. Like, because uh, Stephen Amell was doing his whole, like, brief stint into wrestling and he interrupted a panel with... Uh, yeah, it was great. It was Did my dope. story go that long? I'm so sorry. No, you're <laughs> fine. It's fine. But anyway, we'll, we'll see. Uh, I'm watching SmackDown tomorrow just to see what happens. So Yeah, when, yeah. when is it on? Where is it on? That's 7 p.m. on uh, Fox. Yeah, I might have to check that out. Uh, Cora, do you have other TV stuff? TV? No. I have one more TV story. And I'm kind of excited about it. Uh, they are doing a, speaking of throwbacks to the mid-2000s-ish, there is going to be a six-part uh, mini-series about the Pirate Bay. <laughs> you guys remember oh, the Pirate I Bay? Wonder, I don't know anything about Pirate Bay. I was wondering why that was in our chat. Yeah. Like, what, what about Pirate Bay? Like, uh, nobody's ever heard of this, the Pirate Bay thing, whatever that Absolutely. is, of what course. Is that thing? It was out. a, it's the heyday, especially for like TV shows and movies. This is really the first one to foray a lot into pirating a lot of content. 
and their story what i know about it is kind of crazy there was a lot of moving the the website around to servers in different countries after intellectual property people came after them and these the people who founded it there are three founders of it who are i don't have yes Peter Sund, Frederick Nige, and Gottfried Swartholm, they were anti-copyright activists. They weren't just like buddies who wanted to share things. They're very intentional about that. Anyway, so the series is pitched as like Hollywood versus this these three guys. And they said there's a lot of quick cuts from like Hollywood boardrooms to these three guys like mm. in garages and server rooms and a lot of contrast and a lot. I don't know. It just sounds like a dope oh. miniseries. Oh, yeah. Like, if nothing else, this just sounds like the best way to tell their story and for us to learn about like everything and it's the studio that did midsummer which is kind of random <laughs> uh, but it's uh yeah be real be real films and also has an option for um another studio picked it up to do the worldwide right so presumably mm. you can stream it legally but <laughs> all over the world um as someone that's never heard of this pirate bay thing i'd be interested in watching this it's uh -huh. been described as a full throttle journey infused with paranoia, humor, and deadly serious technical, emotional, and political challenges. And I'm just all the way oh, on what's board yeah. for this. It doesn't, we don't know exactly how, Okay. but uh, the Cannes Film Festival on the 17th, they're supposed to talk about it at least. It's ironic so. that something, the Pirate Bay is going to be a Cannes. I know. Yeah, right? I will be on the Pirate Bay. <laughs> Do the original Pirate Bay come in there and the whole room just goes quiet and people just like <laughs> Y'all ripped us off. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess, but mostly it was like the big guys. The big yeah. guys. I'm really interested to see it. I don't know a ton about their real story, but like I remember reading in on websites back then about some of the stuff that was going on and I know it got crazy. So yeah. Some some movie exec just comes out and Tanya Harding's one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was a verb. <laughs> you know? They get Tanya. Anyway. Yeah. Uh... I, I, I definitely I'm interested. I definitely want to see this. I was like, why is she bringing up Pirate? I was with you, like, Pirate Bay. Yeah, yeah just, we send in photos, no context. Yes, to we, our don't chat. Know, we don't want to yeah. know until. Yeah, we want to talk about it live. And obviously, that was one of mine. Anybody else have anything in TV? I have a movie, but I don't have TV. Um, mine is uh, uh, <laughs> two toy news, actually. Movie news. Mm -hmm. All right. I want you all to join me at a rundown haunted pizza parlor on oh, a specific no. day. Uh -huh. and that specific day is October 27th. That's right. Five Nights at Freddy's. I <laughs> saw be, this image. It will be coming out for streaming on Peacock and in theaters on October 27th of this year. So this fall. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm really excited. I mean, got to up my Peacock membership now. <sighs> I mean, we've got animatronics being built by the Jim Henson Workshop, which already just tells me that I'm going to have nightmares. They're really good at what they do. It's from Universal and Bloom House. Like, I'm, I'm, I told myself for years that I didn't care about this franchise. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I want to go. The only thing that has me a, like a little tripped up is on the poster we see Freddie holding a little boy's hand, mm -hmm. and that could mean one of two things. It could either mean that they're going to go like a security breach route where Freddie is trying to help the kid escape, or this is this kid is the soul that's in the Freddie suit that oh. is going to you know come and kill whoever the security guard is which i'm really honestly hoping for the latter because i want to be scared security breach is fun 
I want to be scared the whole time. I want to come home with the same nightmares I had watching people play the first game. <laughs> I'm I'm excited about it, although I haven't really been a huge like player of the games or anything. When I mean it's had a lot of different heydays, but one of its heydays <laughs> was in around 2016 and I was in uh korea and then japan in 2016 and we went to uh something in tokyo called the robot restaurant it's kind of world famous and whatever they were doing a five nights at freddy's like one of their kind of in-between storylines so they had the animatronics and they were scary (laughs) and ever since then i've been like yeah i want to watch a fiction play out in front of me with this this looks fun yeah i like because Like, the premise of the first um, couple of games are pretty simple. It's just survive these unending amount of jump scares from creepy animatronics. (laughs) And really, that sets itself up real nicely, like, primo nice for a horror movie, for, like, survival horror. Because people are already uncomfortable around animatronics. Like, I don't know about y'all, but I've never been super kosher on like the Chuck E. Cheese animatronics. They've always scared the crap out of me. Yeah, they're tight, especially if you have like chlorophobia, like that kind of instincts. You don't tend to like them. They're not my favorite puppets yeah. and uh, I feel not be I can I will film your face during the movie. Yeah. I we still have the the playthrough that y'all did for the fourth game that I told y'all not to play. <laughs> and you did it. Uh huh. I'm the master of killing information. <laughs> they had, I, be- I believe, Foxy jumped out, and three men in a dark room screaming as they turned off the game. <laughs> I didn't. No, we didn't turn the game off. Oh, I'm, just, oh I'm so sorry. We just screamed out at the moment. <laughs> you did end up turning the game off quickly, though. But yeah, October 27th. Right? October 27th. So you'll have the chance to see it in theaters or on Peacock. Okay, so just because it's a good transition and a quick hit, I also have a video game into a movie news thing, but don't be excited about it. They have announced, announced, they have announced that uh, two Jason Momoa movies are coming out, and my favorite of these announcements was the live-action Minecraft film. What? (laughs) It's coming out April 4th, 2025. They're making a live-action Minecraft film and Jason Momoa's in it. That's really just about all we know. Uh, yeah. I have so many questions. There's no answers for them, but... It previously had Sean Levy and Rob McElhaney attached to it and was scheduled for 2022. So, like, I don't know. This movie's going to be bad, right? Like, I mean, Jason Momoa is too hot for this movie. Yeah. Well, we like Michael Sarah as the main character. No, no, no hate, Michael Sarah. I, I love you to pieces. You're very good at what you do. But very good. you're just not too hot for Minecraft. As you well. have the vibe for Minecraft. Jason Lamore really does. Well, that. and something else I thought was interesting that had like the energy a little bit more of Minecraft is uh, it supposedly has uh, Napoleon Dynamite director Jared Hess I mean, on board. That's, that's and that point. makes more sense to me. That does make more sense. But I do have the one question to Hollywood. Live action? Why? You just hear, like, the noises of a spoon scraping the bottom of a barrel. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's what I hear. <laughs> so, yeah, look forward to that in 2025. That's all I've got for movie news. Uh, Toy news? Let's do toy news. Sure. Uh, this is a... This is one that's near and dear to me. Uh, so, um, last year, um, Hasbro made the pledge they were going to remo- be removing plastics from their toy packaging in lieu of just solid cardboard packaging. Now, a couple of us toy collectors out there who are familiar with something called fig swapping, where it's like, that's going to be bad. And sure as, <laughs> sure as shit it was, I myself actually felt for this because someone sent me a Red Skull figure 
from Amazon that had been resealed and no action figure was inside, but silicone that had been shaped in the form of an action figure. I was so pissed off. Well, Hasbro has made an announcement. We want to share an update on packaging for Hasbro six inch scale figures. Oh wait, uh, actually my uh, example here, I came with visual aids. So former Marvel Legends packaging, look, I can see the figure inside. It's Legion, it kind of, it's such a character, but you know, you get the point. Actually, I actually bought two of these. Versus this one. You know what's inside of this box? Nothing. Nothing. Which is exactly what some people were putting on shelves. So, Not you though. You got you got from Amazon like a gooey like. No, I could tell that the package actually had been retaped, and I was like, no, no. So granted, Amazon refunded my money and sent me a package, but sent me a figure, but. Damn. Still, like, you're asking so, for that with the package. So Hasbro's PR team did announce, we want to share an update on packaging for Hasbro's six-inch scale figures. Based on your feedback, fans' feedback was really ugly on this one. Oh, boy. There are so many images of people opening up things and finding the wrong fig inside. It will piss you off. Based on your feedback, we'll be reintroducing windows and blisters to our six-inch fan figures beginning later this year into 2024 for select products across our portfolio of brands, including G.I. Joe Classified, Power Rangers Lightning Collection, Star Wars Black Series, and Marvel Legends. This will eventually expand to all six-inch figure releases. The new windows and blisters will be made from bio-PET or recycled PET to help us achieve our priority of meeting our fans' expectations for extraordinary packaging and superior design while still developing packaging that minimizes waste and the use of virgin plastic. Thank you again for being one of our biggest fans and for your continued support of Hasbro. So, yeah. Um, I knew this wasn't going to last long. Yeah. Because of the, the rampant fig swapping. It was almost like you buy something. I wonder what I'm getting inside. It's like a prize box, you know, that's just going to piss you off at the end. Yeah, almost everything is not a prize. It's well, something also, you didn't want. From the other thing, as a person that prolifically buys action figures, I stopped buying in store because I'm sorry, either I'm opening it up right there or I'm inspecting it. I didn't buy, no, I didn't stop buying everything in store, but I was less, less likely to buy in store, especially if I noticed a little bit of damage on the box or even look like the tape is absolutely not. And I know a lot of people were just opening things up right there, inspecting it and then buying. I didn't want to go that far, but I called it. I said, when this happened, this is not going to last. Yep. It's not working. I mean, with how bad people were with fig swapping to begin with, when there were windows on the packaging, of course it's going to get worse when you take that away. And there's also the element that sometimes figures come from the factory. There, there are mistakes. There's paint swipes that are missing or damage to the figure that you are able to see. And I'll go like, I mean, I have looked through, said, oh, let me find one with a good paint job which we are not allowed to do anymore. It's just like, well, I got this. I'm kind of stuck with it now. Yeah, it's just the most predictable thing to happen with that. And I think like Hasbro was like, well, we're gonna say like, we wanna be environmentally friendly. So the first thing we're gonna try is the cheapest possible way to go environmentally friendly. And they expected fans to just be like, okay, well, this is the environmentally friendly way to do it. Fans weren't they weren't fooled. You can do it, but do it better. One thing that um, happened with me, like I went to a, uh, a Target, another one near here, and I found like a whole line of this action figure. I was, uh, a series I was trying to get. All of them were retaped boxes. So I took all of them to the front and I was like, hey, can I show you something? To so the clerk, and I opened up one. And I was like, let's look and see what the box says. Open it up, wrong thing inside. Shocker, he's like a wrestling figure. Yeah. And like just... And everyone I opened up was the wrong thing. And she calls a manager over there. And this manager actually went, did you do this? And later, no, no, he got those off the floor. I was like, no, y'all technically did this. And just tried to like yeah, tell Yeah, I did this and then showed you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she kind of came like as things were happening right Yeah, there. yeah. But yeah, so anyway, it's over. The experiment is over and done with. I understand the need to reduce plastic waste. Yes, it's of course something I feel very passionate about. But also that's a figure made of plastic. So we're already kind of getting some plastic in there. But 
at least we're going to use some recycled uh, plastic and but the clothes box thing done didn't even last a year and I couldn't be happier. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I think they were, they knew that there were other ways to approach it. I immediately was like, I know they have clear recyclable stuff. You can still get clear straws that aren't made out of plastic. So yeah, I'm glad they're doing the right thing, keeping their environmental commitments, but. Even with some of their more collector lines, like this one is fully plastic bubble, you know, I would prefer this, honestly. Like, you don't even have to do the full cardboard thing. Do this. Yeah, yeah. that's that's good for packaging waste and all that. You can see the whole thing that. and everything inside. Yeah. No fig swapping. Anyway. Good. Glad they're updating their practices. Anybody else have toy news? I mean, no? I toy have, news? I have sports. I got one last one, but it's I mean, you really want to hear me just talk about another thing? I mean, I would love to hear you, but let's break it up and circle back Go to right it. Go right ahead. <laughs> yes, sports, of course. Yeah. Okay. Oh, let me cross out my sports stories. Yeah. <laughs> the person with them, always with a sports story. Yeah. Look, as when long you as like... it's an animated film. Yeah. Exactly. And that's exactly what this is. Surprise! So last time I talked about the Blue Lock Tournament, it was the one that was being held in California. Well, now we have, date, or have a date for the Blue Lock Tournament being held here in Dallas. Mm. And that is this Saturday. So this Saturday at um, 8 p.m., you can, for free, come see, come watch some people play soccer. You just have to sign up um, on Eventbrite. Otherwise, like, that's it. It's free. Just come on in. Where, where is it? Um, it is actually going to be held here in Richardson. Oh, really? What? Yeah. Where? Um, hold on. Let me take a look here. Where does it say? It's going to be at Jason's house. Um, held at Crossbar in oh. Richardson. Do you know where that is? Uh, no idea. Me uh, neither. Me neither. I'll but, find it, though. Keep going. But the one of the things to like get y'all to come is several of the voice actors will be there because, I mean, the recording studio is literally in Flower Mound a couple, like an hour from here. So. yeah. yeah. We have several of the voice actors, so they should they will be here for the tournament as well, so you can meet them and it's going it sounds like it's going to be fun. Do you know who whose voices are gonna be? I mean I'm not yes. gonna know. But um, like... You will have to forgive me. I I don't recognize who the characters are because I haven't watched a lot. But we have Rico Fajardo. Fajardo. Ricardo Fajardo. We've talked to him. Um, he voices Isagi. We have Drew Breedlove as Bachira. Bakira? Akira? Whatever. Bryson Bogus, who voices Nagi. Alex Hom, who voices Kunigami. And Matthew Elkins, who voices Zentetsu. That's cool. Yeah. I've been to Eventbrite stuff that they've done before. They threw a pretty good show on. Awesome. So, if so you... uh, the crossbar is actually a soccer bar here in Richardson. That's even cooler. Um, entry <laughs> is free. Requires a v, uh, requires an RSVP. Uh, let me see. Oh, as far as the bar itself, it is located at one thousand Hampshire Lane, Richardson, Texas five zero eight zero. Yeah, I'm trying to. I didn't know there was a soccer bar. I didn't either. I, mean, I I didn't either. But I'm also not surprised. Dallas has just this big soccer. Yeah. Fan, I say fandom, but like that's not the right word, but it gets exactly presence. across. Yeah, it, there's a huge soccer presence here, so it's not surprising, but it was like, oh, it's one that close? Kind of thing? I don't know what a soccer bar is. Uh, you play well, soccer uh, and drink. April 8th, uh, 8 to 10 p.m. <laughs> uh, two hours, yeah. Yeah, so if, cool. you, if you're a fan of sports anime and you just want to come hang out with a bunch of other nerds and be in the presence of soccer because soccer is really fun to watch in person. I promise, it's really fun. It is. Come on down. That's awesome. And now I'll stop being the weird person that brings real sports to the, the nerd show. It's kind of animated sports, so you know. Yeah, I mean, it's like a in nerdy a real take on real sports. I feel like it's <laughs> not inappropriate to say here. Uh, I have one more story. It is not related to soccer, really. <laughs> But anyway, uh, so I wanted to warn all of you about something. Uh, 
queer thirst traps in my video games, <laughs> it's more likely than you think. Overwatch is releasing a new hero, Life Weaver. This is the prettiest person. And the voice actor actually is quite pretty as well, oh, no, not to objectify or anything. I haven't heard the voice. But if fan posted content is accurate uh, from the like uh, voice lines and stuff that they have mined from this, uh, there's an interaction between him and Baptiste, another one of the healers, where they kind of low-key plan a date. And some other, there's a spray in the game that I love. That's the, I have uh, it up there. <laughs> it's that, it. it's that meme of the jealous girlfriend or whatever. Yeah. But it was in Yada. <laughs> I don't think that quite captures the, uh, the prettiness. Of it this. really So I actually it. found an image to add to, which oh. as an Overwatch player, let's talk about the stats. He can do some insane stuff. I've got his uh, stat sheet up there with his powers. Well, the, the at least the powers, not any stats or any numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have, uh, he's able to do some pretty impressive things. He can help kind of counteract some CC abilities, like crowd control stuff, like pulling people back from like, if they're falling, if they've fallen. Uh, he has his ability to basically like grab his Life teammates. Rip. Yeah. Okay. I, I want to talk about that real quick. Yeah. I want to jump in real quick. Um, I think uh, my online community jumped in there when that happened because there's something that people do in 14 where they use a move called rescue and it's supposed to be used to pull people out of bad stuff or like pull them closer to the group but it can mess up their abilities oh people will use it to pull people off of ledges and watch them die and i've been hearing people have been doing that with him i think they're already kind of all over that they have already <laughs> confirmed that certain abilities by characters will null if he tries to grab them yeah not the abilities of the characters his ability will nullify if yeah. he tries to grab like mercy out of a res when are we expected to see this? Is he? Is he, he April is live? No. 11th, okay. 14th. Because I'm looking at the abilities. We got Healing Blossom, uh, Hulk's Charge of Healing Burst, Release to Heal a Targeted Ally, Rapid, rapid Fire, a Spread of Projectiles with Thorn Volley, The Ultimate Tree of Life, a tree that instantly heals allies upon sprouting, continues healing periodically as it lives. That's a turtle right there. Like, no one's getting past. Uh, He's got pedal platform, throw a platform that springs upwards when stepped on, which awesome. Isn't Rejuvenating dash. Uh, you can move and lightly heal yourself, of course, with life grip. And his passive is parting gift on death. Drop a gift that heals the first person, enemy or ally, to pick it up. Enemy or ally. I love this, by the way. Yeah. I, I'm. I. What are the healing numbers now? What, what, what are we talking here? I don't care about Overwatch. Oh, you I would no, care no, no, about no, this no, no, boy no, no, so no. deeply. That's what I'm getting to. It's like I, I don't care about Overwatch. I don't care about Blizzard. I actively hate Blizzard currently, right now, for but valid I, reasons. Fair. I really want to play him. I want to play with. Him. Yeah, that's why I wanted this image too because it, the, the the mean trash did not like capture. <laughs> Look, even I'm like, this is a pretty man. He is so pretty. He does have, they do have a short out with his origin story. Yes. You no. would love it. You should go watch I love it. it. It's like three minutes. All of them. Uh, yes. They have done very well just traditionally. And this one is no exception. It's pretty. I think it does some really interesting stuff to the lore specifically about like technology and about what the world needs. And I read a really interesting deep dive that I'm not going to go all the way into right now about what some of this lore means to the Omnics and how they see the world and all this stuff. But yeah. It is also important to mention that Blizzard did straight up say he is pansexual. So he's like out the gate queer instead of people or instead of them like adding it later. Yeah. Which thank you on that one at least. I mean, I, I feel like they have done pretty well with the diversity Oh, yeah. Within Overwatch. That doesn't excuse them as a company oh, no. from... But anyway, <laughs> this this boy is just a baby. Look at the baby. <laughs> I want... One of the open chests. One of my so friends funny. plays Overwatch pretty frequently with her husband. Hi, Happy. And she, she sent me... She sent me this man. She just sent this picture. <laughs> <laughs> 
I believe my response was just key mashing because I, I didn't know how to respond. <laughs> I will say, like, uh, I was in one of the Overwatch forums that I hang out in, and uh, by the end of the first day that they had announced him and released all his uh, his short and all that, somebody rule 34 checked one of the oh. websites and there was already like 46 <laughs> entries or something. It was something insane. Day one, people were like, yes! And that's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, we are coming close to the end of the show. Let's circle back to Jason's other what other toy news do you have? Uh, well, um, one thing, I, I love two things. I love Star Wars and I love Legos and they have thankfully gotten together in the past few years and produced some beautiful babies. Now, one thing that I really love are the UCSX, these Ultimate Collector Series. And we've seen an X-Wing, we've seen several things, but my absolute favorite uh, ship, the X-Wing Fighter, will be um, represented in UCS form. This set is set to, um, to make its way to stores May 4th. Of course, you have to do something big of for uh, May 4th. Uh, this X-Wing will be about two feet long, 1,949 pieces, complete with the display stand. You can put the wings open or closed. Uh, VIP access to this, if you want it, if you're a LEGO VIP, begins May 1st. And everyone else, we can, we can only get this on May 4th, of course, in LEGO stores. Now... Take a deep breath. Price point. <laughs> yeah, what's that price point? Uh, this retails at $239.99. I mean, given the scale, how many pieces, and like what it, like the movability, the mobility of it, that's, mm -hmm. that, that's fair, but ooh. It's fair. It's a big hit, but it's fair. <laughs> they actually have a very cool little video presentation of this. And I'm just the whole time I like start to see and just like start making, I'll just say core noises. Because, you know, like the same, it was the translation of what Coral was typing in that chat. He's just key mashing the vocally in real yes. life. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, oh, boy. It's, uh, there's also a couple other things that say are going to be released that day. But who cares about that? Big old X-Wing. And I'm considering, because that's pretty close to my birthday. <laughs> and it's so pretty. Here's the thing I'll say about Lego. Lego has never been, like, the cheapest toys that you can oh. get. Even, oh, I grew up on Lego. We had, like, buckets in our garage yeah. that are full, full of Lego. Uh, we've used it in the past five years to make some D&D sets here and there. But, what? like, it's never come super cheap. But they last forever. Uh, it's that a was, high quality product. It honestly was one of my favorite toys as a kid because it did, like, mm -hmm. spark creativity. I made everything with Legos. Because, like, I'm, you know, I, we didn't have a lot of money and I had a lot of toys. But with Legos, I could make whatever. Which is one reason I love them. But honestly, Lego was in trouble uh, back in the day. And when they started licensing with Star Wars, is what really started bringing them to the forefront. Because they weren't doing so well when video games came out. But when they started adding in, hey, look, Lego X-Wing, everyone flocked to them. And Lego became got back on top. And that's when we started seeing a lot more of the licensing with DC, Marvel, They've innovated now. their way into staying very top of mind, very current, like... Making Lego movies and video games, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. But it works. But it's so, so well. cool. And to think that, like I said, before they partnered with Star Wars, this company was actually not doing so well because, but yeah. And I like that, you know, they kind of go back to the well on Star Wars all the time. Like, we can make that set better. Like, I have, I literally have two X Wing sets in that closet over there. Actually, no, I have three. But anyway, you must have four. The, Okay, if I buy this thing, it's never coming apart. And it's it's just kind of it's gonna become a piece of furniture as far as I'm concerned. What? That goes against the whole nature of what you're just talking about. <laughs> you just keep building with them. The closet over there is like packed anyway. That's why y'all never see that door open. <laughs> I've seen it open once. I mean, I assumed that's what was happening in there. Y'all don't even know what's in there. Anyway, so yeah, May the 4th, $240. Does it say night. how many pieces it is? Yes. I, uh, I, uh, did you say it? I'm sorry. Oh, you did say it, I think. But what? Uh, 1,949. So it's not skippy on the... But, oh man, it's just such a good... I know all the really true Lego fanatics are just 
going crazy about they're already this. starting to save their those pennies. are the ones that the ucs collectors are they don't they don't care those people don't care about price they don't live they don't look at the price when they buy this thing they're like good thing it's washable because i'm going to be drooling all over this You'll see them in there with fresh scars on their arms or giving plasma. They don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they're going to sell out. I wonder if this is oh, going to become yeah. a thing that like scalpers. Uh, UCS, they usually make quite a bit. Uh, but they, the beauty of the beauty of Legos, they can always re-release something because it's just bricks. I mean, the Millennium Falcon had stock issues for a while. And now you can walk in and buy one. Yeah. I mean, if you got 900 bucks to, to spare. 900 I believe the UCS Millennium Falcon is about nine hundred dollars. I mean, How like, big is that like? Oh, is it's it, it's huge? huge. Okay, it's it's really big and it's so good looking when it's all put together. Exactly. Just, Absolutely. Yeah. Like they Holy made crap. Star Destroyers, um, the ATAT. Yeah, it's huge, and yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that set. Oh yeah. Um. Oh look, they got a deal on it actually on. Amazon, $747. I don't think my car's blue book value <laughs> is still $1,000. It's an it's an old beater. Anyway, well, yeah. So look forward to that on May the 4th or the 1st if you're a VIP member. That is the end of our stories and our show. Make sure to check us out on supercoolnerdshow.com and at SC. It's live everywhere. Uh, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, all the platforms. YouTube. Check out the last weekend's D&D session. <laughs> yeah. Our April Fool's Day episode, which is a lot of fun. It was so fun. Oh my and God. it was so it was fun so... rolling for the different characters you were going to be, kind of like cluing you in a little bit by little bit. I'm so glad Core got to be my character. I was so excited. I was so happy. I was so happy when I started describing uh, Cass being your character <laughs> and you caught on right at what you're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. But yeah, a lot of fun. Uh, absolutely and yeah check out all our channels if you want to read stories keep up definitely visit the website you can find everything from there uh but if you want to follow us individually you can find me at better cat on twitter and instagram you can find me at corodono art on twitter and instagram you can find me on twitter and instagram at jason the x and look forward to that post about jason and his uh that post about Jason that will get him to come to the Barbie movie. And uh, yeah, as we always like to say around here, keep, keep on nerding. nerding.